0: Episode 265 of Nerd For the first of March, right after a leap year. How did everybody
1: enjoy their uh, their extra day? Well, Tom, Tom, did you 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 saw Leap Dave Williams, right?
2: Oh yeah, I definitely did. Nice, nice. That's a good
0: way
1: to to bring it in. He's a jolly man. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, he's the only one who can. Uh, we've got a special episode. Because we're not reviewing a movie, mm-hmm. we're reviewing a an award show about movies, <laughs> right? Isn't that
1: Look, what we're doing? Here's the thing about the Oscars. Okay. Uh, you know, some people like to say, like, "Oh, the Oscars are their Super Bowl," mm-hmm. and I don't even think that encompasses it mm-hmm. for me. Yep. It's, yeah. Uh, it's like commercials
2: aren't that great compared to Super right, Bowl. Right?
1: Agreed. Yeah. On that point, completely. But I mean, we'll get we'll get down into it. But but for me. There's something about the Oscars it's something about there's a love of movies that is present that is beyond any other uh, like it is the award ceremony for movies. Mm-hmm. We may not agree with all of them, but it's a fun time
0: It yeah. is uh, I have to make a confession. This is the first award show I've watched all the way through.
1: You watched that one year uh kind of yeah, I know that was a definite asterisk. That
0: <laughs> was kinda I kind of watched it uh-huh. Uh, I fast forwarded through a lot of parts last year Mm -hmm. this time I only fast forwarded through the commercials because there were so many you're spoiled I'm not spoiled I think if if we if we broke it down like we if I could look at like actual time for the Oscars versus like commercials we would have saved at least an hour
1: Uh, but that's the thing about commercials is that they make the money so that they can show whatever they want yeah but
0: these yeah, movies commercial. make enough money; they should have like a, a movie but tax, movie, oh a movie tax yeah. on every movie that comes out no, that pays no for increase the awards show.
1: Price, come on, yeah. nah. Did you not understand that you need to go to Coles to feel like a winner?
0: But see, this is the thing: is I've got. Uh, and
1: tomorrow, I'm gonna go buy the Galaxy S7. I've got a movie pass,
0: where I only pay one. I
1: one, have a church made of bleach. There it is.
0: Yeah. There it is. Uh, and and I I don't know when they're gonna raise my movie pass. They haven't sent you a thing yet? No, I still only pay, I pay the sale, sale price. Yeah, I don't know then. It's crazy.
1: Lucky. All right, let's get, let's. I don't know if that's going to be forever. My name's here. Jordan. They know who we are. They do? I'm Andrew. I'm Tom.
0: Welcome back, Tom. Hello. We talked about you coming back last week. It's good to have you back. Yep. Uh, but yeah, of course, we're going to have our, our normal show besides a little bit of a different review this this episode, but uh, let's, let's get to the top 10.
1: All right, count me down. I am number 10. Reverend. And I'm on number 9. Race. Because I want to know number 8. How to be single.
0: So I'm going to ask number 7.
2: The witch. Who
1: made number 6? Eddie the Eagle. Which made negative number 5. Triple 9. And then was number 4. Lizzie.
2: N- but not up to number 3. Kung Fu Panda 3. Uh, who became a number two.
1: <laughs> Gods of Egypt.
0: Before getting taken down by number one.
1: Deadpool. I want to say I love it when the number matches. Number three is Kung Fu Panda 3. Yep. Yeah. That was I'm nice. I'm going to be so excited if Triple Nine reaches number nine. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably going to be number 19 by next oh, week. Oh. I want it to be number nine. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it when that number matches.
0: Yeah, because these numbers are low. Uh, are, are we yeah. surprised that for the third week in the row, Deadpool's knocking it out of the park? Do we think it's going to get knocked down? Uh, Maybe by y- Zootopia?
1: Yes. Next week it will be number two for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. Well, probably Zootopia. I I'm thinking Zootopia because it it's got a good trailer. I think well, we were talking about it earlier. And it's like parents and kids. Yeah.
0: And it's time. I mean, what's what's on this? There's not Kung Fu Panda 3. Mm. Hmm. But that didn't make a lot of money. That no. didn't even hit nine, nine million, and that's only been out. Oh, that's been out five weeks. All right, so that's a normal. I think a Linda normal curve will
1: be a surprise. It'll <clears throat> it'll be in the top.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people four. liked that first yeah. one, right? I'm I'm, I think a lot of people dug it. Yeah, I don't know its numbers, but I know a lot of people saw it.
2: I'm mm-hmm. just playing for the White House down equivalent this year. Yeah, Our...
1: Buckingham Palace down.
0: Yeah. Well we talked about it earlier. It right. should be uh Yeah,
1: London has fallen should be called Uh Camelot has fallen. Camelot has fallen. Because Olympus has fallen. Olympus well, being a mythical place. Uh-huh. Representing yeah. Representing if it's the, the format and it sounds better than London has fallen. Yeah. And you still yeah. get that it's British. Well yep. you could call it London Bridge is falling down. Oh that would have made it better. Yeah. That yeah. should have been the first trailer for this. That mm-hmm. slow-mo, crazy <laughs> strings <laughs> version <laughs> of London Bridge is Falling And
0: just like <gasps> a tiny little boom! girl's voice in the just background. Like explosions just happening. Just singing it so you can barely yeah. hear it. It's just subliminal. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: Just like explosions everywhere. We need to get Tom on marketing. What the hell? We need to all be on the marketing teams. Yes. Let's get that marketing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Gods of Egypt, that's a little disappointing to see it even... Uh, hit number two. I think it's just because it was a It's a, a very low week. number. Yeah. Yeah, 14 million over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, which, that's kind of crazy to me that the Oscars can make that much of a dent. Do you think that's why, Tom? Um,
2: I don't know, because there are two other days, and I did go to theater on Saturday to so see two of the best-picked nominees, and it was pretty crowded in there, so... Hmm. Hmm. Maybe they that's what it went is. to see those instead. But right. those aren't even but, on this list, yeah. Yeah, but I well, think Revenant is. I think, oh, okay. I
0: think that's very important, is... The theaters kept those, you know, best picture nominees in the theaters for longer so that way people could catch up and watch them. Mm. So that's probably where a lot of people were going. Yeah. They weren't trying to see like people who saw Deadpool saw Deadpool mm. or, you know, if they were going to see it later, they're like, well, these movies are going to be out of the theater soon. I want to see, you know, what all the hubbub is about. Yeah. That's that's it's a good good way to look at it. Yeah. Nice. All right, I don't think there's much else to say. They made a under 100 million. Hopefully the numbers will be better next week. Wasn't any big changes in in position as far as week to week, just a normal slow week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, what's coming out new on in the stores? <laughs> All
2: right, new releases on <laughs> DVD and Blu-ray.
1: We have Creed, two hundred and fifty-three. Oscar-nominated Creed. Did it win something? No, no. Nope. It was only actor. It was only <laughs> Stallone. Yeah, yep. just Stallone. That he no? didn't make it. Uh, we reviewed that in episode 253. Right. Was it a knockout? We liked it. Yeah, we liked it. Okay. It was part of a, a mix. I think there were a couple of reviews in that week, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we, both, we both dug it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. it, was, oh. it was surprising because I didn't think either of us was, thought it was going to be good. I, I was actually one of those weeks where I was like, oh, God, i got to watch this movie, <laughs> which I very rarely feel, but I came out of it surprised.
2: Oh, Cool. And then The Danish Girl, which I didn't like at all. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's kind of funny. She won Best Foreign Actress last night, and technically the line in the movie, The Danish Girl refers to her, so... (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. It's not a great movie, so... yeah, Didn't think so. Good to know. And
1: Night Before... We reviewed that episode 251. And we liked it because of how crazy it was. Yeah, it was, uh, for me, it'll be a new Christmas classic.
0: Yeah, it's, it was incredible that a movie had that much restraint with its trailer. Mm-hmm. Because after you see the movie, you realize that the trailer only showed like the first 20 minutes. Wow. And really? then random, like crazy images from later in the movie. Yeah. But it, it hid what the movie was really about. And that's impressive for a movie to do these days, especially a comedy like that. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty interesting. It was crazy. Wow. Good movie.
1: Just but raunchy and fun. Do you remember who reviewed that with us? I feel no. like whoever was with us didn't like it. Am oh, I crazy?
0: I think you're right. Right? I'll look that up.
1: Yeah, wow. If it was no one, then I just remember talking to someone who didn't like it and it surprised. Oh, I think Benson didn't like it. I don't know uh, if he was with us, but yeah, I don't he know. definitely didn't like
0: it. Wow. Well, well, everyone's got their
2: opinion.
1: Room. Yeah, continuing the Oscar nominee and winner trend. Room, now available on DVD, Blu-ray. And I really liked it.
0: Yeah, I actually, um, when I was taking notes, it's not on these notes here, but uh, when a particular movie won a category and I hadn't seen it yet, I marked it down so that way I could, you know, try and watch it later. And Room was the only one I could find that I could actually just rent. Mm. So I did that right after the the Oscars ended, and then watched this morning. And yeah, I thought. I thought it was... Yeah, I still have not seen it. It was, it was good. I need to get into that. It was really good. Not what I expected. You know? I, I, but see, I hadn't... I don't even think I saw a trailer for that movie. So I went in just knowing that it was nominated yeah. and...
2: Yeah, I like seeing it in theater because the opening dialogue just hits you from all sides. Right? It's really creepy. Like yeah, that.
0: and the the sound design. See, I watched it on my laptop, but plugged in my headphones, yeah. and the sound design even comes across on a small system like that. It uh, was it was really no, well made in that way. Where
2: that wouldn't happen. Yeah, it was good. It was cool.
1: cool. Youth. That was also nominated for best original song. Yeah. Oh. Did not win it. Okay. Was that song number three or had some simple simple song song number number three? three. Yeah, Uh by the one
2: artist who got kicked off because he wasn't popular.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: On DVD only, we have Kill or Be Killed. Yes,
1: this is where. Oh, this is a game. Cool. Hop into the little game here. We're based on very little information. You guys are going to try and guess what this movie is about. It's coming out new on DVD only this week. Uh, Tom. Yes. What clue? Would you like? I'll either give you. Hmm. Okay, how about this? I will give you either both the genre and the tagline, or the year and a character name. Um,
2: I'll go genre and tagline.
1: All right, it is a western. The tagline is: "You can't outrun the devil.
3: Ooh, kill, kill or be, be killed.
1: killed. You can't outrun the devil." <laughs>
2: So I'm guessing that basically this guy drinks some sarsaparilla and wanders around in town. Then as he has hallucinations, he begins doing all these crazy crimes and hallucinates Phil's guilt and thinks he's hanging out with the devil. And as he runs away, he drinks more sarsaparilla to escape his problems. But that doesn't work, and eventually he uh, winds up the way of the cowboy and dying.
3: Wow.
1: Wow. All right. Jordan? All right, so you know it's called Kill or Be Killed. It's a Western. I'm going to also tell you it came out in 2016. Oh. It's new. You know the tagline, you can't outrun the devil. And the, the main character, I'll even call him. Uh, I'm not going to give you his full name, but his nickname is Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. All right, so
0: uh, for me, I'm going to say that this movie is about a, uh, another cowboy, just like uh, Tom said. Who uh, goes on a bit of a vision quest uh, because he's he's kind of run out of money and he's down on his luck. So uh, he meets a Native American who says, "Hey, you know, if you're, I can tell that you're lost. If you want to, you know, find your destiny, you can give me what's left of your money, and, and you know, you'll be sure to have a vision on on what you're supposed to do next." But instead of seeing, you know, some uh, nature based uh, deities he ends up uh waking up at a crossroads and the devil's there to make a deal and you know he says all right well i'll make a deal with you uh to be the best gunman in the west and uh and he you know he succeeds. he makes the deal and and uh he becomes you know the most famous the richest uh gunslinger and and uh you know does all these bounties and stuff like that but uh through through all of his his fame and fortune he uh he garners too much attention and and people take him down just to to be famous themselves so his own his own need for for fame and glory ends up being his downfall and the, the devil has
1: a soul i'm going to tell you both of you were way too uh ambitious your <laughs> descriptions it's not uh, an alcoholic here we go claude sweet tooth barbie and his gang of cutthroat outlaws the most wanted men in texas are on a desperate ride across 500 miles of Badlands to recover a fortune and hidden loot from their most daring robbery. But Barbie and his crew aren't the only cold-blooded killers riding the range. With a large, dead-or-alive cash bounty on their heads, the outlaws are being picked off one by one. But Buchanan's a hard journey driven by greed becomes a feverish race to survive. Okay. Yep, nothing weirdly not devil-related. Weirdly (laughs) just uh, sounds like a normal Western film. Yep. Maybe maybe a, a hint of a horror film in there, but uh Yeah. Sure. You guys put in more work than the actual writers did. Yeah. Well,
0: that's what happens. <laughs> yep.
1: Hire me. Um
2: On T V D we got the Americans complete third season.
1: Now, Tom, shall we guess if Jordan has seen the Americans? Okay. I'm gonna say he's not seen season three, but definitely one and two. Um
2: let's see. I think this is one of those shows where everyone's like, "Hey, it's a great show," but no one's actually seen it. So I'm gonna say, maybe like an episode at most—not really much of anything.
0: I've seen a little bit of the first episode. Oh, yeah. So. Dang it. Tom, Tom's, Tom's, pretty much correct there. This uh, is FX I've heard, show. Yeah, I mean it's along the same lines of what Tom said. A lot of people said it's good. The only people I know are watching it are my parents, <laughs> so I'm sure I'll watch it sometime. It's
1: about like Russian sleeper agents in America yeah, in the 80s. Based,
0: yeah, but it's also like based on that person that was caught. Remember, mm. it was a couple of years ago. There was a woman in America who was caught by the State Department. She's like actually, she was a Russian spy. Oh, dang! That's the whole reason the show exists ooh, is because ooh. of her. It's kind of based on her life a little bit, but mm. it's fictionalized.
1: Yeah, but it's Carrie Russell.
2: Yep. Oh, I,
0: oh I know.
1: Yep. Waitress.
2: and finally on this list future cop the complete
1: series i have a description here this is tom you're gonna love this ernest borgnine okay (laughs) uh on the on the box of it it says the cop of the future is here programmed for fun and action is this animated no it's live action live action and it looks like uh borgnine looks like he's teamed up with a robot cop some some, <laughs> some kind of robot cop.
0: Yep. Wow. And it came out 10 years before Rob, uh, Robocop.
1: Called it Future Cop. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, TV was crazy. It's Michael Shannon? Yeah. I don't think it's. Is it the Michael Shannon? Not, not, no. Yeah, I didn't think so.
2: That would be weird.
0: It was pre Michael Shannon, Michael
1: Shannon. All right, Tom, where can people go to pick these up?
2: If you want to check out Endos, check out your local video store. Oh,
0: I haven't seen that at all, by the way. What? Future Cop.
1: You're just guessing? You're <laughs> no, just I like, said I haven't seen Oh, that. yeah. We, I didn't even bother playing it. <laughs> Come on. I just thought it was funny because it's Ernest Borgnine, Right, him, right. Some right. kind of a robotic cop man or something. Mm-hmm. You, uh, all right. So when we, <clears throat> excuse me, when we come right back, uh, we'll be talking all about the 88th Oscars ceremony. Feeling packaged this midnight? Set your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a
2: feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinera podcast is here for you, intrepid
3: listeners.
0: We sample only the finest in sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as hearing audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinera
3: sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appétit! <laughs>
1: The Academy Awards. It
2: looks like the same Michael Shannon.
3: Is it?
1: No. Yeah. We're it's, still we're following along here on Future Cop. Much more important than the Oscars. <sighs> we must know. Oh, did you just click his name? Yeah. No, sometimes, that'll, that'll. Sometimes, no. yeah. Sometimes that website doesn't, doesn't know. It's going to go legit. Just go IMDb. Yeah, go to IMDb. Go Future Cop it. Okay. All right, but for real, it, guys, we're you know, gonna, it's, it's a different guy. We're going to talk about the Oscars. Uh, In fact, the 88th Oscars, hosted by Chris Rock. Do we want to start with him? Sure. He's the host. Tom, how many times has he hosted?
2: Uh, this would be his second. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you, I don't even remember the first time he hosted.
2: Well, it was, I don't know, 10 years ago. Oh, okay. I don't remember much about it either. I, I only began really paying attention to um, Chris, or the Oscar host, like, five years ago, so I don't really remember too much of, like, <laughs> the 2000s and who hosted and did what.
1: Mm-hmm. I think... Uh for the Academy, it was important for them to make kind of a statement here. Right, and they do host. that right at
0: the top. They didn't even, uh, he announced before the Oscars the saying that he was going to address the controversy, right? Yeah. That, huh. that
2: they would go out of their way to address it. Yeah, like he posted stuff on Twitter with hashtag blackout and stuff.
3: Hmm. Uh,
1: but he, of course, showed up, unlike several other uh, you know performers, yep. creators, writers, directors that did not. Yep. Uh, notably uh, ryan coogler right he didn't show up right well i don't know
2: that he made a big stink about it though
1: i kind of remember hearing that he made a little bit of a stink about it i know one of the best original song nominees didn't show up oh well, yeah uh hmm. but yeah so chris rock uh that was you know more or less uh, uh i think a very you know wise decision to to make him the host
2: yeah, though this, he was picked like months before everyone right, got right, all right. been out of shape.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, and I was looking this up. The, um, the current president of the Academy, Cheryl Boone Isaacs, she was previously uh, a public relations person within the industry. Mm-hmm. I think that's like, that's really telling of, you know, how she's handling all of this whole situation.
0: Because you could feel it in the show. Well, and also
1: just bef- when when the outcry came out at first, she very quickly announced, you know, we're going to be making some changes. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, you know, that's kind of like public relations 101. Like, yeah, she very quickly it. handle it. Yeah.
0: Instead of letting it stew. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or instead of letting people, like, make up their own, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, no matter what, I think it was it was kind of in the air. And it's just like, it's it's, I think it's something... Uh, just because it's the acting nominees so they're more or less uh, the faces of the Oscar nominations it doesn't matter uh, to you know to the crowd to the to the you know the public oh yeah behind the scenes plenty of people of you know not not uh, necessarily black people but like you know uh, Hispanic people people of all, various different backgrounds nearly every neth- ethnicity nominated.
0: was working on all these movies yeah. yeah
1: so it's just the acting ones but definitely like addressing that was, was kind of wise within the opening monologue and mm-hmm.
2: all that yeah
0: yeah, I felt like his monologue was was very well done, funny and, and addressed the points and I felt like that also carried over into their little their little skits that they had here or there, you know? Mm-hmm. The Jack Black uh month mm-hmm. video and then the uh uh Black Actors in White Roles video with uh what's his name? From Dirty Rock? Oh yeah, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan.
1: Um Whoopee Whoopi yep. That woman from SNL that I can't remember her name. She's going to be a Ghostbuster.
2: Leslie Jones?
1: That's the one.
3: No.
1: Uh, I don't How watch many SNL? times no.
2: we have we had to see that dumb bear mauled Leonardo DiCaprio, though? <laughs> he was even there. Yeah. The bear was there,
1: guys. Yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, yeah, oh, shoot. I had a point, and I just completely lost it. Well, all right. That's the show. Bye. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Thanks for joining us. I don't even know.
1: Oh yeah, so um, I mean, I think it's a it's a definitely a step above. But it, it wasn't even the last time Billy Crystal hosted; he still did his blackface. Am I crazy? Uh, I that was still there, right?
2: I don't know that he did blackface, but I know he did like black impersonations.
1: I feel like. He was definitely colored because he was, it was a, it was one of those little videos and it was Bieber, Justin Bieber coming out of a limo and it was like Sammy Davis Jr. But it was actually Billy Crystal doing a Sammy Davis Jr. impression. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, Well, I remember that. It's very easy to forget (laughs) these things and it was so quick, but I'm still thinking like that was not that long ago. No, it wasn't. Because Billy, I mean, Billy Crystal, he'd, he'd hosted all through like the nineties and then he came back and it was a big deal. And he did that thing again. And it was like, oh no, Why? no, no, wow. no. Yeah. That was like, look, I think this is also important to talk about. It's not Oscars related at all, but, uh, Benson had recently posted onto Facebook. Uh, so none of us forget Jimmy Fallon did, uh, a really bad blackface impersonation of Chris rock on an SNL bit. And it's so bad. And he posted it on Facebook. If you know Matt Benson, go find that mm-hmm. video. Uh, it was as part of like, uh, um, it was during the time when Regis Philbin was trying to find a new host for his morning show that he's not even a part of anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I guess part of the bit was Chris Rock would come out, but it was Jimmy Fallon as Chris Rock. And it was not even that good of an impression. Wow. That's uh, unfortunate. And now Jimmy Fallon hosts the tonight show. Am I crazy? One of those. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is, you know, yeah. still out there. He's still mm-hmm. a big deal yep. in the world. It's rough. Yeah. Like I think some of the things that they brought up at the at the awards are like very true. Yeah, they're pertinent. Like I, I mean, I think everyone was quoting uh, Chris Rock said like when he was he was in a room with, you know, Obama, President <laughs> Obama and a bunch of, you know, people from Hollywood and he was one of like the four or five black people there and he just to Obama it's <laughs> like, you know, these are the nicest people in Hollywood and they're still racist. Like they still won't hire us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these are liberals. And this mm-hmm. is still what we're dealing with. Right. Like, it's just out there. Yeah, it's rough. It's just, but, you know, I, I think uh, they did good to address it. And then also to, you know, the awards reflected, you know, actual talent mm-hmm. in the end. Uh, when you look at, like, uh, Inuritu he won, you know, for directing.
2: I still think that was a token uh, minority <laughs> award. <laughs> I don't know. I think. Well, he's the hmm. only Mexican that was nominated two years in a row.
0: But he also made two incredible films two years in a row.
2: Correction, one incredible film, one mediocre film.
1: Well, I you know so not <laughs> Popular opinion disagrees. I do wish that Mad Max <laughs> would have won directing. There's a lot of people that hate The Revenant. I wish, uh, Mad Max, I think, could have won directing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would have been a, a good win for it. But it got a lot of technical wins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and there were even some of the other... Um, who was the other... There was someone else who came up when they won and they said something about... I am the first, or like there, it was, was it a documentary? One of the short documentaries? She was like, my, my, my documentary actually made real change.
2: That was right after Louis C.K. made his whole bit about how documentary shorts don't matter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was, he was kind of right. It was funny, but I mean, he was just talking about the importance of the award compared to like how much it can affect people.
1: Well, wasn't that his bit was like, you know, the other people are going home to their million dollar mansions and yeah. these people are going home to actually make it.
0: Yeah, they're like, driving their award their home in an Acura yeah. or a Honda. <laughs> yeah. And so it means a lot more to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was the woman who did the, uh, she did uh, the documentary about um, uh, honor killings.
1: Where is that? Oh, a girl in the river? Yeah. There it is. Yeah. The Price of Forgiveness. Yeah. And
0: she said after her documentary came out, there was actually some legislative change that was happening in that country Mm -hmm. so that's incredible
1: yeah uh but yeah so chris rock i think he did pretty good i thought
0: i thought he was Mm -hmm. very funny Mm -hmm. i mean not not everything was perfect but did the best with what he could you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and he's got the right the right attitude where he can be irreverent but also say stuff with the appropriate amount of meaning behind it you know so, like his monologue, his opening monologue was very well written. It was, yep. it was really good. Mm-hmm. So and that was, that was, uh, that was a surprise. I wasn't really ready for that to just have that right at the beginning. But it was good. And then, and there was a couple of good ones. Like Kevin Hart had a really good monologue later. And then uh, Joe Biden came out and said some stuff, which I didn't know he was coming. So that yeah. was interesting.
1: It's it seems like a is it like a recent Oscar thing having like political people tom do you even know um like uh, because it feels like there was what michelle obama came on a video screen was like three years yeah
2: (laughs) and it was weird because jack nicholson came out we're like oh cool he's presenting best picture he's like here's a video of the president's wife
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um do you think jk simmons is the new jack nicholson I kind oh, of wish I that. Who, who do you think the new Jack was? Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Because they
2: just kept talking about him, like, he was the biggest thing in the world.
1: Maybe he had never come back before. <laughs> like, well, cause...
2: I don't remember seeing him before. <sighs>
1: um, I actually watched, like, the red carpet stuff before, because I yeah. love that, too. I just love everything leading up, like, the whole uh, crazy experience of leading up to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, like, abc like they're the ones who run all the red carpet or whatever and it was like uh <laughs> there was they kept going back to like jk simmons and like there were a <laughs> lot of shots where he was in the background for some reason yeah and i kind of want like him to be the new like he's just the great granddad of movies yeah.
2: i'm
0: totally
1: cool with that
2: really nice. yeah but well, he's always just there in every
1: movie mm-hmm. so, lucaset Luke, Luke jr would be interesting yeah um what you were talking about kevin hart say anything i don't recall what he said what do you recall
0: uh no, I just have Kevin Hart monologue here <laughs> cuz I thought it was it was good. Okay. It was
1: cuz they referenced him a couple of times in the opening. Mhm. And uh even like throughout there was like a some joke about how he makes more movies. Well,
0: yeah, he's saying that uh you know uh Kevin Hart's not going to be somewhere protesting cuz he's working. <laughs> yeah. And then Chris Rock said that uh that he <coughs> uh he wish he could work more but Kevin Hart's always beating him at all the auditions. So yeah, yep, it was good. Mm-hmm. I I really forget what he spoke about though. I wish I'd made a note. Mm-hmm.
2: I just remember last year he came on and talked all about himself during the speech, so I didn't pay attention at all.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I liked uh, a lot of the presenters as well. Uh, Jordan, I saw you wrote down um, Ryan Gosling and uh, oh yeah, Russell just Crow,
0: seeing uh, their their uh chemistry on stage is making me really excited for their movie that's coming out mm-hmm. like i understand that's why they were paired together it's yeah. kind of a little mini advertisement yeah. for it but it was like uh, i saw you know the little cute back and forth and i was like oh yeah i'm yeah. excited for this movie now
1: mm, the nice guys yep yeah. uh and i feel like i i didn't really like it didn't make me happy to see it but uh, uh jared leto and uh that, that woman who's going to be playing harley quinn mm-hmm. in suicide squad i'm like oh, whatever <laughs> Okay. okay, Suicide Squad. I get You're <laughs> a thing. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, but I also really enjoyed uh, Tina Fey and Steve Carell. Oh, I thought yeah. they were a funny pairing. Oh yeah, because yeah.
0: the whole bit of her being drunk. Yeah, was really
1: good. She's man, <laughs> they were going back and forth describing the settings of of the different you know nominees. Uh-huh. And he goes a post-apocalyptic. Some some, some you know he says uh-huh. it very serious. And she goes what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's just really good. <laughs> Uh, that was some good stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was, it was really, but, uh, oh, so uh, Joe Biden,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right. He comes out and he gives us very, uh, serious, um, little speech about, um. Did you want to cover what
0: the president of the Oscars said first? Cause that actually happened before. Oh, was that
1: right before? Yeah. Yeah. yeah go yeah, go yeah, ahead. Cause go I ahead. did
0: in order. I had,
1: uh, I'm just jumping the, the
0: Compton theater segment, which I thought was really great.
1: Oh, Chris Rock
0: interviewing people outside the theater in Compton about like what they thought, uh, what should be nominated, and also asking them about the movies that were nominated for Best Picture, and the majority of them had never heard of those movies. And
2: someone really liked *By the Sea*, I remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but then you know, Louis came out and and had a funny little thing, and then uh, and then the the president came out and talked about about like inspiring change on all level and that's the only way it was going to happen is, mm-hmm. is it wasn't just about what they did at the Oscars but it was about like inspiring change in every facet of the industry because in order yeah. to have more you know ethnic representation at the Oscars they need more ethnicities represented in in the industry, in, in the industry. Mm-hmm. and you know it was kind of everybody's fault she was saying it's like we, if we want this to improve we all have to work together to do this, and it was it was a very well written speech, and it was you could tell she she cared about it. And I felt like she had some passion behind her uh, what she was saying, and you know it was nice. It was it was like with with uh, with his monologue at the beginning, and then her speech here, like it really felt like a yeah. uh, this is our response to what everyone is saying, and I felt like they did a good yeah, job. Like
2: she has this initiative where she wants them to be more diverse by twenty twenty, and basically they're going to change the whole academy thing where. If you haven't been active in the last 20 years or whatever, you can't vote or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have a lot of different stuff going on just to try and get more diverse people in the next few years.
3: Yeah.
0: I think these are really yeah. good, interesting steps mm-hmm. in the right direction. So it was it was good. Yeah. And then we had Joe Biden come out.
2: Yeah. I love Which how w- confused my friends in the room were.
0: I was super con- I was like, <laughs> why is Joe Biden here? I loved it. I and loved it, too, but I, I was just so And confused. at one point, I thought he
1: went off script. I was like, oh, he's just talking <laughs> the least right qualified now.
2: qualified
0: person here.
1: <laughs> he's just talking.
0: <laughs> like, oh, you're key vice president. You're so adorable. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, and that was kind of the... That was the lead into Lady Gaga's performance, right? Right. Yeah, which um, she was performing her uh, nominated... Uh, Till it, Til it Happens to You. original song, Till It Happens to You... From the, uh, the documentary The Hunting Ground, mm-hmm. which is about um, uh, uh, rape and, I guess, like rape culture on college campuses. Uh, I haven't actually seen it, but, uh, you know, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. I didn't even know Lady Gaga did that song. Yeah. I There was so much I didn't know about these Best Original Song uh, nominees. That was crazy to me. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are complaining online about uh, Sam Smith winning writings on the wall.
0: I know Benson was very happy when it oh, was. Oh,
1: sure. He was probably overjoyed. He probably sang it while he, like All he was singing night. it. All yeah. night. Uh, Tom, do you have any feelings on that?
2: Uh, Sam Smith's performance blew chunks and he even <laughs> yeah. admitted later on that he was embarrassed by it. Mm. Yeah,
1: it was not a good performance. Yeah, yeah and then his whole, uh, during his acceptance speech, he totally just stumbled over incorrect fact after yeah. incorrect fact. Yeah. Where the, he he misquoted Ian McKellen, where Ian McKellen had had mentioned that he that there had been no openly gay actor like nominations mm-hmm. or wins, and uh, to to the point where, but he he kind of said it more generally, and even and o- McKellen was only talking about it because he himself had been nominated twice for acting, mm-hmm. and he was he had apparently had a speech prepared referencing this fact, mm-hmm. and and uh, ended up not having you know a chance to yeah. say it either time, and uh, it's it's kind of uh, you know. It's kind of half true, yeah. Cause, because people have come in, you know, they've they've come out mm-hmm. after they've won, or and in, even in the song category, there have been multiple yeah. winners that have come out either after they've won or and yeah,
2: we have many. All clearly forgot last year, whoever wrote *Imitation Game* was gay, and he was just making a whole speech about how sp- people are special, and the next special person needs to come out and mm-hmm. do his thing.
1: And then even, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who wrote *Milk*. Yeah, yeah.
2: Who pretty much came out afterwards and really.
1: Took him the to task over that. Yeah. So yeah. There's a so
0: research what you're
1: gonna say before you say it. Well, yeah. I, I think Sam Smith just he was just overwhelmed. <laughs> he did not know what. Yeah. Because nobody expects himself. Sam to
0: win, including Sam Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think it was also kind of a, a thing where it was it was maybe poorly planned the order of things because it was right. just right after Lady Gaga right. had done her performance and
0: she did and her
1: performance was was
0: powerful.
1: Yeah and visually it was also very interesting just the way that they, they'd filmed it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then at the end of it, a bunch of, uh, bringing you know, out su- the survivors. survivors of, you know, oh, sexual assault man. came on the stage and yeah. kind of like that, that, that was a statement. That was
0: that pairing with the new government's initiative about, you know, it's on us.org mm-hmm. and, and about, you know, making, making a pledge. And, and it was like,
1: and the James just, Bond guy won. Yeah. And it was like, Oh uh, no, wait a second. It was, that's not it was what really Bond's all about. weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It was really weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but that's not, I think that's just timing. I think they could have just spaced it out differently. Or right. Something. Right. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about, and I don't even know if they really followed through with this that well. Uh, part of their, their whole order of operations with this ceremony was that they were giving the awards out in the order that the film was made or something. Yeah. So they started. Huh. They started with writing. Yeah, but and, like
2: the and fifth one was like supporting actress.
1: Yeah, I think they realized they needed to bump a couple of them earlier because you know people you know people let's, are going to get antsy. You can't throw least, all the acting ones at the end. Yeah, we let's need the faces. Get the least up. interesting yeah. one out. Yeah, generally, best supporting actor is the first award yeah. given of the night, mm-hmm. uh, which which is kind of like an exciting way to start. It's really like a, a like a smash. Like oh wow! Like here's an acting award right away. But supporting actor is never like you know the one that everyone is like waiting for. It's you know it's just kind of there.
0: Instead of wet your teeth. Uh,
1: But that's what Tom was saying. Like best supporting actress, I feel like that was kind of the same. That was the equivalent this this time because Mm -hmm. the you know not to say anything bad about those who were nominated, but uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like it was that crazy of a race.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I found it funny that spotlight book ended the entire show. (laughs) It's only two Oscars, was at the beginning and the end. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, you're right. Also, how crazy was it that the Big Short one for writing? Right. But
2: that's how it seemed to be like. It was a three-way race between Big Short, Spotlight, and Revenant the entire time. So uh, if you go off of that, the screenplay was going to go Spotlight and Big Short the entire time.
1: That's just crazy to me. Yeah, because well, we, uh, Jordan and I, we, Tom, you've seen Big Short? Yeah. I, we didn't care for it. I mean, I dug it, but it wasn't, like, mind-blowing.
0: It wasn't, like, I mean that film all it really had was its script so I'd understand if it was going to win for something it would kind of have to be that
2: I had it down for editing <laughs> it was pretty crazy the way it was edited it yeah. surprised
0: the heck out of me because like I always go edited. under
2: the notion that most editing equals the win
0: Yeah. <laughs> equals the
1: what? the equals win the, win. the, the oh. one with the
0: most editing
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah well, I guess that oh. meh I don't know <laughs> well
2: yeah. I'm happy Mad Max won over Big Short and that Case, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it's true, yeah. true, true, true. Her first, her first action movie.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> She'd done tons of other stuff, but first, oh, so. first action film. So all mm-hmm.
2: she gotta do is do her first genre
1: movie. Each time she'll win.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Well, if she can bring her own unique vision to it, then yeah,
1: there yeah. you go. So Mad Max got film editing. It got makeup and hairstyling, uh,
0: right. production.
1: Uh, where's production? Production there design. There it is. Production design. Yep. And then sound editing and sound mixing which I feel like every year we talk about what's the difference. We don't know.
2: Um, <laughs> I thought I had it down the other day. Like editing is putting in the sound mixing is is uh, the distance of the sound mm. and, like loudness, softness.
0: Yeah. And it did really highlight that because when it did uh, editing, it was more of a focus on, it was like ed- rapid w- fire, like yeah.
1: all the different sounds. Yep. Yeah,
0: and when it did mixing, it was like, well, here's a scene of sound. Here's a scene yeah. of sound. And like, how all the different sounds interplay with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which which was, was interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah really but Mad Max one part. for both, so...
0: <laughs> well, because it killed, man. Like, yeah. that's one of one of my memories of that film in the theater was just how incredible the sound was. Mm-hmm. It was it was awesome. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: So cool.
2: Then the costume lady comes out with the big old leather jacket. And yeah, flipped. she was awesome.
0: Yeah. She was a sweet little
1: lady. Now, I don't think... There's some hullabaloo online about... The people didn't clap for her, oh. but I don't think it was on purpose or anything. I feel yeah. like it's a it's a whole night of awards. You're gonna clap for who you want to clap for. Yeah, and if if you hadn't heard of that person, maybe you'll give a you know a little clap and then mm-hmm. you're done. Yeah, and so of course people were kind of fixating on. She walked by uh, Iniritu, mm-hmm. and he was sitting there with his arms crossed, oh. which some people took as like, why won't they clap for her? Is it because she's in a leather jacket? Oh, it's like, <laughs> well, no, I think it's just. When you're I at an award show that's like four hours long, yeah. you're going to clap for who you want to
0: clap for. I mean, for. you know, this is like revisionist history, but like, uh, if someone else won in that category, I doubt Inurito would have been clapping. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think it
1: really matters. Who can say? Uh, what do we got here? Tom, did you see Amy?
2: No, and I'm very confused as to why everyone loves Amy so much. I mean, I like Amy, why not so much the next person, but... I still don't get what's, what's so different about Amy that everyone's going crazy for it.
0: I think it's the way the documentary was made because it just came out after the fact that, like, her father is, like, pissed and has always hated the documentary and felt that it was a poor portrayal of his daughter and more just like, about yeah. the documentarian himself and, like, the story he wanted to tell, which wasn't yeah. true to life. So oh, that's interesting. It's
2: also just annoying that this documentary category has gone to shit in the last few years <laughs> where you just go to the cute little music documentary, like, there was the 20 Feet from Stardom, then uh, Looking for Sugarman, that one.
1: Oh, right, Searching for Sugarman.
2: Yeah, then there was another music one. It's like, can't we give it to something like Look of Silence
1: or something that actually adds value? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Honestly, decent. I thought if a music one was gonna win it would be what happened with Simone. Netflix have been really pushing their their products as as it's gone on. And the fact that it even got nominated was kind of uh, a a big win, I think, for Netflix in general. Yeah. Do you think
0: do you think they're still punishing them?
1: Who oh, for the whole day and date business?
0: I, yeah, I think I think there's still I mean, I'm not on the inside, so this is just speculation on my part. But I remember there being a lot of hate for Netflix at the beginning, and I don't think that's dispersed. I think there's still a lot of, you know, looking down the nose at Netflix because they've come into the market and disrupted it. Mm -hmm. So I think that might be the reason why a lot of their their fantastic programming is is being snubbed at many of these award shows, Mm -hmm. which is sad because... I mean, we reviewed Beasts of No Nation, and that, that film was incredible. Yeah. Like, just shocking and, and interesting and, and beautiful and terrible. And, and the fact that it's not here
1: is just so weird to me. Yeah. I think Idris Elba won a BAFTA for it. Right. So. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, at least it's been recognized in other places. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, and then even the, the kid from Beasts of No Nation was one of the presenters. He and, oh yeah, uh, uh, Tremblay. Uh, Tremblay from uh, Room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they presented together, which that I thought was also a, a funny, cute bit where Chris Rock came out with the different sized boxes boxes for them to stand on, mm-hmm. and that was kind of neat. Yeah, yep. uh, I like a good sight gag sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's keep going through.
0: I mean, they should have just changed the height of it, like in the Minion sketch.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, so Minions. Mm-hmm. You know they're cute, they're fun. I get it. I I think it was a little weird that they were um, one of the presenters because they don't speak English, so they need subtitles anyway. It was funny. I
0: liked the subtitles. Like, oh, maybe I can translate this language now.
1: Uh huh. (laughs) And uh, it's 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 been a real Oscar tradition that I love to have animated characters come out on the stage and mm-hmm. present something. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly love that so much because yeah, it's so silly.
0: Yeah. What'd you think of the, uh, the Woody and, and Oh,
1: um, Woody and buzz were great.
2: I'm split on it. Cause I really liked it, but it was on the nose to have a Pixar movie give a Pixar movie, a trophy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. What, that is a little, what more I like I, I mean, yeah, that's on the nose, but what I think I really enjoyed about that though, was that 20 years ago, John Lasseter received a special Oscar because Toy Story was the first film ever to be, you know, fully 100% CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was so crazy at the yeah. time, 20 right. years ago, mm-hmm. that they were like, we got to give him something. Like, mm-hmm. we, 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 you know, it was some kind of technical thing. And they gave it to him during the ceremony. It was not yeah. at their second, you know, their, their right. little their secret little, ceremony, their, their the science, science, science technology and one. or whatever. No, it was at the full-on regular Oscars. Mm-hmm. And when he accepted the award, he went up there with a Buzz and Woody toy. Like,
0: oh, that's cute. And <laughs> and so, so it kind of comes it, back twenty I, years I later. I do that's, love that. That's I really, cool. really
1: enjoy that kind of like. Here it is. We're twenty years on.
0: And Lassiter's not here, but we got. <laughs> he was there. Woody he, and Buzz. They just. They didn't I know show. but I'm saying. Yeah, stage. Yeah.
1: And, and, I, and the like the characters themselves even admit it, kind of, and they kind of like have like a weird history, even, mm-hmm. and, and like that kind of like that's great. Like I love that that i love the minions i was like eh, whatever Wait, give me woody and buzz give me that like yep. history give me that like their journey like that's a that's a really enjoyable like crazy thing yeah no. uh yeah i was going through youtube trying to find all the different times that animated characters had presented awards and i there's a real gem in 1997 when Beavis and Butthead oh, presented i remember an Oscar. seeing that yeah that was like, what, what? the <laughs> heck?
0: This might be backtracking a little bit, but is this the first time they have the scrolling names at the
1: bottom yes. where there was multiple? That was crazy. Right? The, um, I saw that and I was like, what? And it wasn't even just for, it was for everyone. Yeah. It was, and, and they had a little. Almost everybody, yeah. To try and make it so that the, the actual speeches didn't go on so long, uh, more or less is what I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. When someone won, their name would pop up at the bottom and it would be a scroll of everyone, everyone they that wanted they wanted to, to think,
0: And sometimes the names were like 40 people long. Yeah.
1: And even when the presenters would come up, a little box would pop up that would say, you know, this is so-and-so and they've been in this nominated film or uh-huh. this is so-and-so oh, I and they're really known for like comedies. Oh, really like
0: because I'm, I'm gonna confess here like I have a trouble I have trouble like I've seen a lot of movies but I have trouble remembering names like faces no problem you know what I mean I'll see someone on the screen and be like oh I saw them in this this and this movie but if you told me just someone's name I would have a lot of trouble connecting the two and it was really nice having someone come on and being like this is their third win they've been nominated seven times and it's like that while that doesn't give you all the information of their work it gives you an idea of like, oh, no, this guy's this guy's done a lot of work. He's been nominated a bunch of times. And, you know, that's yeah. cool as someone who comes from my position.
1: But it did honestly make me sad when Chris Evans was presenting and his little box just said, he's played both Captain America and the Human yeah, Torch. Like, yeah, like, and I was like, <laughs> no, he needs to be nominated. Right. For something. He needs to win.
0: Because he does these interesting indie films mm-hmm. in between all of these Marvel ones. And, yeah, he's never been awarded anything. What a bummer. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: he's, he's in a wonderful Captain America. Uh, Tom, you yeah. had something to say about Sasha Baron Cohen, I bet.
2: Um, well, as I've made clear for years now, I'm a sucker for Sasha Baron Cohen and all those <laughs> Ali G characters. Oh my god! Yeah. So I just love that he randomly came out as Ali G again, doing his whole bit. Because I feel like he hasn't been around in ten years. Yeah. So no. He just brought him so out surprising. of the.
0: <laughs> it was incredible. It was
2: funnier because like today they came out and said that he wasn't supposed to be doing that so he faked being sick and hung out in the bathroom and got ready
1: i love that love it yeah that's brilliant
0: because it speaks to the controversy around the awards and allows his character to make commentary on it and then you can tell that it's not scripted because olivia wilde was cracking up every time well, he was talking. And I also
1: really enjoy that given that it wasn't scripted, he basically had to be like, you're cool with this, right? Like he <laughs> had to make sure she was yeah, cool. And because, she was
0: like, yeah, because if she was in the bathroom he'd have to walk up and she'd go, what?
1: Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, no, no, no you're just, we're
0: going to do this. Uh-huh. Yeah. So great. That's good stuff. Yeah. It was fantastic. That's yeah. pretty
1: great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? What else?
0: I mean, after that, we we're at the point in the show where it's just best actor and then best
1: movie. Tom had uh, uh, I don't think Jordan you hadn't seen Bridge of Spies. Yes, I had. Oh, you had?
0: Yeah, remember? When did I you to- see? Uh, it a long time ago. I, mm-hmm. I told you okay. I saw I'd seen
1: it, and you're like, oh, I still haven't seen it. It comes up a, a lot. All right, Tom, had you seen Bridge of Spies? Oh yeah, I saw it opening weekend. Do you do either? Of you think Mark Rylance should have won? Like, what do you um, what do you think of his performance in that film?
2: Let's see. I had Mark Ruffalo as the should have, but I'm really fine with Mark Rylance winning because if you're gonna not nominate Tom Hanks for some dumb reason, you might as well just give it to the actor who was also as good as Tom Hanks.
0: Well, what do you think about his performance? Because I found him like, very interesting in the film.
2: Yeah, like how he was just mute and then would make a few lines here or there that were funny. Yeah,
0: and you got... See, the interesting thing about his character is he, was, he played the Russian spy, mm-hmm. and he was a, a man of few words. When you first see him in the film, he's like working with all these very small instruments and machines and he's like kind of doing like clockworker stuff mm-hmm. and and you kind of see him doing his spy craft like getting messages ready and stuff mm-hmm. and and then when when he starts interacting with Tom Hanks he's very subdued he barely talks but you learn so much about this guy just the way he holds himself the way he talks to Tom Hanks the way mm-hmm. he, he speaks about his country like he had very few lines yeah. com- compared to Tom Hanks but I felt I knew him so well as a character. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: Definitely was a breakout star of that. Yeah, he
0: was really good in that
3: movie.
1: Well, the, what I think was great. So Mark Rylance is going to be in uh, Spielberg's next film, the mm-hmm. the BFG, based on the the kids book. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but I was like, what else do I know Mark Rylance from anything? So I went to Wikipedia. He, they announced he won. He's walking up to the stage. Wikipedia is loading on my phone. Mm-hmm. I scroll down. Someone had already changed it in the time that it took from being broadcast and him walking up to the stage to accept his Oscar and I'm reading right there and he won for Best Supporting Actor. I was like, what? Like, Someone's
0: sitting at their computer with IMDb open editing. Not even, it was Wikipedia. Oh, that's what I mean though. Like
1: it was just, it was so crazy to me that Peace this is, this like, is the world that we live in where like, that's how fast it Information happened. travels. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe if I had gone to anyone else's page, they would have already... You know, I would have caught the false edit where they... It's saying they had won. Yeah. You know, maybe someone was goofing off and said everyone won. Yeah, but
2: like, you know, someone was waiting for Stallone to win. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, yeah, that's just, like, that was so crazy to me. And I, you know, honestly, I didn't know Mark Raylantz from anything. Like, it's... He's just kind of—he's uh, he's a, a British stage actor, is what he's most well known for. He was really good, in the and movie. so yeah, so wherever you know Spielberg plucked him out and uh, is you know gave him gave him some great late late in the game career here.
0: And it's interesting, like his speech was mostly about Tom Hanks. I'm mm-hmm. just like, when you work with someone of this talent, it, it well, makes and you I, raise your. Game. I even think
1: someone of this talent. He was also referring to Spielberg. Yes, of course. Cut yeah, the he audience brought him up. to Spielberg, and he, him he was up just too. Smi- he yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. He was just so happy. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
2: Definitely think it's interesting that I just found it out randomly that he's only the second actor in a Spielberg movie to win.
1: Oh wow! Was the other one someone in uh, Schindler's List? Lincoln. Oh, oh yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Huh. huh. Crazy. Huh. Okay. Do you think he'd have more? I'm just award glad winners.
2: Bridget Spies won something. It was like, yeah, because I was I, the only one who liked it. I liked
1: it too. Yeah. I really did. Well, I would have seen it in theaters, but I feel like it came and went out of theaters so fast.
2: Yeah, because you weren't there on opening weekend. Yeah. That's it's crazy. your fault, Andrew. Do you not listen to your own network shows? Mm-hmm. Ben B. and Spielberg did an episode that weekend. I thought they didn't like it. No, they loved it. Oh, okay.
1: Whoa. Maybe Vincent just kind of was, he was lukewarm to me about it. I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to share the, the spies in yeah. the bridge. Sometimes
0: it's hard to read Benson because he's so bombastic about most things mm-hmm. that if he's just normal about something, when he's like, oh, yeah, I liked it. it. I'm like, oh, he hated that. He hated <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> hated it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that category was a real weird mixed bag. I thought Christian Bale was one of the weakest actors in oh, the big yeah. short. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to... He t- t- felt like he had the least amount of screen time. I was talking with someone about, about him, and then they were telling me, like, oh, he's so great in it. And I was like, it's just him in a room. Yeah. most of his performance in that film he well, has no one there with
2: him well Brie Larson was only in a room too
1: <laughs> well that's a different kind of I think in Christian Bale's case he wasn't psychologically haunted by the room or whatever he's just like pacing around yelling about money he's just a yeah. weird dude Then he'd play a yeah. drum for no reason mm-hmm. or he'd yell at his boss or something or he'd yeah. be mad at a number like I mm. I don't know I just I wasn't into refused it refused to wear shoes I was yeah. way more into like even um, like Brad Pitt's performance in the film wasn't super great but the people the two guys around him they were doing yeah a really good job i like them and i think of anything steve carl should have been nominated for no. that even though his accent wasn't that great he could have done some accent work yeah could have a little bit there. my goodness uh but i mean cause i think the same could be said for mark ruffalo come on his boston accent wasn't that great
0: yeah there were people i saw on twitter who were like mark revolution won, and yeah he was good but i felt like everyone in that movie got a chance to yell in a scene you know what I mean, yeah. and they all equally did a or good to have job. A
1: crazy scene, yeah, like the one that they showed for, um, for oh god, what is her name? Where it's right there on the paper, and Rachel I can't read McAdams? it. Rachel McAdams. Where the guy just confesses. The guy just confesses to the, and she's at the door, and she's like, "What? What would you say?" Like, like that, that's that that wasn't that good of a scene, though.
0: Like she had better I, scenes than that.
1: Yeah, but I like that from a writing standpoint. Yeah, that true. It was a good, yeah, good scene. It mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just meant to highlight her performance performances. True. Film. Yeah, like she had better scenes than that. That's yeah, true. but yeah, it's it's it, you know it's kind of a mixed bag this these nominations like who's you know it's it's an academy but you, you should
0: you should see Bridge of Spies and see what you think I will
3: I will <laughs>
1: yeah, I My parents have it on the rent rent a machine oh there you go that's what I call the internet box yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah Eh. Eh. Would you have notes we haven't really covered? Otherwise, we'll just keep running through the. the no,
0: because I, I, you know, I went chronologically in my notes, and and we're just we're right before Best Actor and Best Film.
1: Oh, uh, any big disappointments?
2: Um, let's I guess see. I can guess, Tom's. Um, I know that I was kind of psyched, but not really that I called a spotlight. revenue never slim picture, and director.
1: Hmm. Uh. I, I think, Tom, you were disappointed about the winner of uh, an- Animated Short. Is that what it's called?
2: Oh, yeah. Bear Story. Short. Bear Story. I mean, for all I know, it's good. I haven't seen any of them except uh, World of Tomorrow by Don Hertzfeld.
0: Mm-hmm. That's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If you
2: haven't seen Don at work, it's incredible and really weird and out there. Like, it's stick figures, and he does weird stuff with the backgrounds and animation. And this is his second nomination. He's done phenomenal work, and... You haven't seen it, it's only like fifteen minutes, and check it out.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to. It's on. It's on Netflix, mm-hmm. so it, yeah. everyone should.
2: He also has a, a movie in quote because it's only an hour long. Called "It's Such a Beautiful Day" on Netflix. It's okay. It's, it's a lot trippier, but it's also pretty good too. The rest I saw on YouTube. So
1: nice. The crazy thing is, uh, for short animated, I thought Sanjay Super Team was a shoo-in. Yeah. Typically, the the Pixar short takes it without question right I mean, which is really which good. is is uh uh like even uh, there are years where i completely disagree with that because uh well it wasn't the pixar shirt it was technically the disney animated short the paper man mm-hmm. i thought paper man was boring i thought it was like rote it was just so like yeah. blah it was just there and people love paper man people go crazy paper man they're like oh my god paper man and
2: they remade it with umbrellas
1: yeah they remade it with umbrellas and i thought the umbrella one was way better yeah the umbrella one's but um yeah. And Paperman won. And I was like, are you kidding me? This one? It's yeah. like the, this is so boring. Yeah. Uh, and then Sanjay Super Team is, you know, so, so diverse, so crazy, you know, such a, a different kind of story than what, like, we as a, you know, an American audience is used to seeing more or less. Yeah. Where it weaves in, like, a, a religious belief in with, you know, the, the upbringing that we are not accustomed to. Yeah. And then, you know, t- takes it into this child's mind, uh, which, I mean, I didn't love the short, but I thought it was interesting. And yeah. I thought, well, it's a Pixar. It's going to win it. And here Bear Story comes out. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Me neither. Yeah. So it was, that was kind of a weird category, I thought. I agree. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just happy World Tomorrow got nominated. No one was even predicting it.
1: Uh, and then in animated feature film, uh, I was really glad to see Anomalisa made the nomination list yeah. there. That was a good film. I, di- I knew it didn't have a chance at winning <laughs> yeah. uh i thought you know definitely inside out was gonna win that uh tom did you get to see when marnie was here or uh, there no no
2: i didn't see when marnie was anywhere
1: mm-hmm. because that's a uh, studio ghibli yeah um so that one that one i thought was in the running a little bit oh yeah. movies <laughs> <laughs> uh are we ready to talk about leo
0: let me check to see if I have any extra notes. Oh, I liked when they were talking about the, the actor nominations. Mm. They would have the column showing the picture of each of the actors or actresses. Yeah. Although I think some and of the camera angles had, were a
1: little weird. Yeah, like some of the presenters didn't quite know what was going on or oh, where
0: the camera was going to be going uh-huh. or anything. But I really dug that, like having that yeah, image behind them because it was a good visual representation. And then it also had that little, you know, fictional yeah, the way they lined them all up of like reminding you of what each role was. And then they would say the name of the actor. That was cool.
2: Yeah. I really liked a lot of what they did with the stage like that. And then with costume design, and different things, they'd have the oh, actors they brought the through, stuff out and they'd the walk stage. Past, like costumes or makeup or whatever. And I thought they really did a really great job with how they set up the stage. Like they made it interesting for the viewer where it's usually just, they get up, say the names and go. Yes. Although
1: I, I do think the audience was a little confused when they were about to announce, like announce the, uh, the sound. The editing and and mixing, because they did like it came back from a commercial, and I remember like it was just cutting through the audience, and they were all looking. The audience was looking around like uh, completely confused, and I think and on there was stage, like a weird there was like a audio thing, yeah, on the a background. visualization of an audio wave on the on the stage, and, and they was had just no idea what to make it. of that, yeah. yeah, and that was kind of a like oh nobody knows what's happening right that now. That <laughs> was the one
0: visual cue that they messed up on because yeah. no one understood. But but I as someone who's this is the first time I've watched it from beginning to end. Uh, I really loved the visual design. Yeah. Like, I when the, I when the camera swooped in at the very beginning, I was like, "Wow, the Dolby Theater is beautiful." Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, they did some great visual stuff that that made it way more interesting. Because I was worried about being bored mm-hmm. uh, watching. Like, I get bored watching a lot of award shows. <laughs> and uh, but but between the way they presented stuff, all the visual stuff they had going on, I, I felt like they did a good job of keeping things moving and having it be interesting. So that was cool.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. finally did it, guys. <laughs> finally won an Oscar. Ugh. Now, Tom. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. Wait, does
2: the audience even know where I'm coming from? <laughs> you're you're just groaning. You
1: you don't love The Revenant.
2: I consider this a legacy win. Yeah, I I definitely have to
1: agree with you there. Uh, w- this is this is one of those situations uh, where someone has been nominated enough times and the their win is not necessarily for their best work. And that's, you know, and I think honestly, at this point, that's okay. Like, just sometimes that's going to happen. Like, if for all we know, he's going to go on to make, the his next five movies are going to be his top five movies. And that's fine. Like, uh, at least he got recognized in some aspect. It's like and I, I think, it, and the opposite, I mean, it, going the other way, like Brie Larson here, she's not known for movies, She's no, not known no. for, you know, like a lot of people would say, I don't even know who that is. You know, I'm one of the rare people who are like, yes, I remember her in Community as Abed's girlfriend in season four. And that's, you know what? That yeah. was great. And, and it's I, great to see her win.
2: And I remember her for United States of Tar and I'm the only one who does. There you go. Uh,
1: but and here she is at the perhaps the beginning of her big acting career. Yeah. The, I mean, in, in in that in the literal sense, big acting career because typically someone will you know they'll win an Oscar and they'll go on to greatness, yeah. yep. but it, it, you know it's just a whole it's a whole thing.
0: And we have yeah. we all seen Broom?
1: <clears throat> no, not me.
2: Well, I was very impressed by her performance. I've been following her for years, so this whole wins felt overwhelmingly. uh exciting for me
0: but you did watch the movie yeah i've seen room there was an interesting thing which i don't want to spoil for andrew or any of our listeners but she had a moment with a lot of the survivors after lady gaga's performance where she was talking with them and like giving them hugs and stuff during the commercial break so knowing what that movie's about like yeah it it was it was a touching thing to hear about you know Mm -hmm. her having that connection and everything was it was good it was yeah. like, I'm excited to see more of her work. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And um, I don't know. Did you think Brian Cranston should have gotten? <laughs> no. Right? Nope. Uh, I mean, on that list, I was looking at it as you were speaking and like, you know, Matt Damon was good, but you know, that was just a fun movie i don't i don't know if he did anything spectacular there
1: martian got nothing
0: yeah martian got nothing
1: i thought it would get writing for sure yeah because it was
0: really well written i i thought it was hilarious and a great adaptation from the book which was very much like a scientist journal basically mm-hmm. and then uh and then michael fassbender it was maybe the only one who i could think of who could have won it because mm-hmm. he was such a striking presence on screen and was so yeah.
1: commanding in his performance.
2: But Steve Jobs' bomb, so that blew yeah. all his chances.
0: Right.
1: So, And I also think Steve Jobs' the film was more strong for the writing and the directing I agree. rather than the acting. And yep. here it is, it's not shown up in any of those categories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything was a bit topsy-turvy for me in this category.
0: Yeah, for me, I felt like like he, I don't know, even if it is a legacy thing, I really did enjoy Revenant, and and I thought his performance in it was... Visceral, you know, for the lack of a better word. Like he he felt in and bled for that movie basically.
2: Yeah, we don't really call it acting. It was more of a stunt performance.
0: <laughs> Maybe this is the, the start of a stunt category.
2: I would like to hope so. Between this and Mad Max, it's really been a good year for Yeah, that.
0: incredible, right? They yeah. need to start Showing these people that we appreciate them because yeah. they do incredible work. In yes, it.
2: I know there was like a protest last week where they were out on the streets saying, Hey, we won
1: be nominated and all that. Mm-hmm. I believe they should. Yeah.
0: Definitely. And then Best Picture, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Which I actually predicted.
2: Oh my god, That goodness. was crazy. I'm <laughs> very happy just because it was like Revenant won everything else. And it's like Spotlight's not going to
1: win. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. Oh, that was it. It was a it was a good bunch of movies, yeah. uh, competing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really didn't think Revenant could could take picture after director, after, especially after last year did the you know Inuritu, he won with Birdman for directing and best picture.
0: Yeah. yeah, so you think they just wouldn't do that again, just on principle?
1: Maybe not even just on principle, but just like the odds of it are so crazy. Right, right. Uh, the fact that he won director twice is pr- pretty huge on its own. Yeah, because
0: I remember you and I talking about it a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. about how he just probably wouldn't win either, despite yeah. having made a, a what we thought was a good movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Rome,
0: Revenant, Martian, Mad Max, Brooklyn. Did Brooklyn win anything besides that? No. Or not? No, so it won nothing. Kind uh, of a bummer. I
1: actually really liked it. And the only reason I heard of it was because of this. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm into it. Nope.
2: <laughs> probably would have won acting if Brie didn't show up.
1: <laughs> she just wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think it should have. Yeah, that, uh, I think. Yeah, sight and scene I'll I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say you know she deserves it. But if she wasn't in that category, I think yeah. yeah. Uh, even though you know Cable Lynch was really good too.
0: Yes, she was. That's a real. She was really great. That's a real yeah.
1: toss up. And why, why do you think Jennifer Lawrence was nominated for Joy? Because this she is, played this is a like real, her third nomination in a row.
0: Because it was a real person. I guess. And the real person was there. They made a point of like saying hi to her at some point. Yeah,
1: but like she got nominated like months like or weeks ago, you know? Mm-hmm. It just feels kind of like, I don't know. I like that movie, but I don't know if she was.
0: She was pretty great. The, that was one of the few times where I was like, they picked a good scene. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. that was the part where she was screaming at her husband.
1: Yeah. Although I think out of context, that scene is very lopsided in yeah. a weird sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it's that scene like that is all of that scene. Yeah. That's just a flashback to explain why her and her husband are alone together. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. It's kind of a lopsided scene, but yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Man. <laughs> uh, she had to laugh it off. It like showed her after the scene and yeah. she was like,
3: oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do we have anything else we, we want to cover here? No, I any, think any, uh, any weird little things that we're going to well, make sure we check out or whatever.
2: I'm, was initially not excited about the Girl Scout cookies, but the thing that redeemed it was right after they oh, won Best yes. Picture and all that. Morgan Freeman reaches into Chris Rock's like uh, Girl Scout cookies and takes and takes few. some. Yeah, yeah.
1: He was trying to take one, and he just took the whole thing. It's yeah. like it's it. so great taking, and taking all of it. Michael Keaton's up there. Michael Keaton and Morgan Freeman just eating eating these cookies yeah i
0: saw beautiful, when they when they beautiful. won spotlight it showed michael keaton like coming around and he's like yeah and he pumped his hand up in the air and i was like i love michael keaton okay. yeah michael keaton's awesome yeah
2: maybe he'll win one day <laughs> that'd he, be good yeah, he, he should
1: have won last year
2: yeah he's pulling the wrestle crow at this back-to-back uh best picture wins
1: mm-hmm. 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 what was what was his other gladiator and what gladiator and beautiful minds oh right right yeah i don't care for either No, mm. oh, i like both of those
0: movies okay carmack
1: uh yeah, I think it was a pretty good um ceremony overall. Yeah. Uh, I was I was
0: pleasantly I was not I'm not gonna lie, I was a little worried. <laughs> Sitting down watching this for the first time.
1: I was like,
3: Oh Yeah,
1: I really hope uh that they keep that little ticker tape thing for yes. next year. That was kind of a neat innovation. Mm-hmm. Um that was a little fun. Uh, hopefully next year uh they nominate some diverse candidates so we don't have to have this conversation again. Yeah we just get over that real quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the idea of if you haven't
0: been in a film for a certain number of years, you're not allowed to vote anymore. Mm-hmm. That does cut a certain population of the Academy out, mm-hmm. which I think is a good idea.
1: Well, and yeah. I think it kind of encourages people to, if if you haven't you know, worked, like work. work. If you want to be a part of this, you have to work.
0: Yeah, you have to show that you are a part of it. If you're yeah. not a part of it anymore, if you stopped acting 20 years ago yeah. and you're just sitting on the accolades of these movies and enjoying the screeners you're getting sent to your house. No, that's, you shouldn't reap the benefits and be yeah. able to have a hand in, in saying what the public and what other actors think is, is amazing work in the industry if you're not a part of it anymore.
1: I still love... Uh, Entertainment Weekly did a story a couple of years ago about you know Academy members you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a nun. She was a nun... Uh, and they actually even had to send her a dvd player along yeah, with the dvds because she didn't even have that yeah she had a tv that she could plug it into and sh- when they talked to her like she was in a movie with elvis oh. that's how she got in and it's like you have not been in a movie since 19 you know 61 or whatever well, she like,
0: will not be voting anymore exactly yeah. it's just like that's is she even alive though that's crazy made, i don't know it was a couple years ago
1: that's crazy that that yeah. like, that was that was the way it, it was and now they're moving the, towards making it
0: better that's one of the people who helped make the decisions like that's interesting that, like, yeah. what yeah they sent her screeners
1: they had to Whoa. send her dvd player along with the screeners i
0: wonder how i mean i'm not going to say the nun did it no, but I wonder I'm how a lot gonna, of
1: those got on the internet. I'm not gonna blame the nun for it's your just...
0: consideration on the bottom of the oh, screen. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: hey, maybe the nun needed some extra money.
1: <laughs> but but yeah, it's she just does like
0: the collection plate. Though.
1: <laughs> 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 it's just really like that's so crazy to me that that was uh, and and I I think, uh, but also in in another respect that if you actually win an Oscar, they'll they'll let you be a member lifelong. Yeah, which I think is a good that's a good way of you know you know, rewarding people essentially yep, for, right. for winning. So <laughs> like,
2: now we have three, six mafia voting all the time.
1: Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I like, uh, no, cause I remember right when, when that announcement came out that they're changing the voting. Um, someone thought like, Oh, this will get Gene Hackman to come out of retirement. <laughs> uh, but he had actually won an Oscar. So yeah. yeah, he's set like he doesn't have to come out of retirement.
0: Well, I mean, He'll i mean will he be able to vote though I mean, when was his last movie? Moose no, part. he
1: won an Oscar he's done like if you win an Oscar, you get to vote forever well then what was the twenty year thing
2: no i I don't know if it was twenty years it was just after a certain term people that haven't been nominated
1: get the boot well, people weren't oh. acting like that nun she's not acting oh uh, okay she's okay. nunning i don't know
0: <laughs> see i always believed in this this is going to show my uh, incompetence but uh i've always believed that it was like just the winners that get to vote
1: oh no there's like thousands of people
0: that's insane to me
1: like like do you see all the people like who came to the when they cut to the audience like uh-huh. yeah i know you don't recognize a lot of them because you don't know names of actors or mm. whatever but like honestly like only a very small portion of those people are even actors. Like there's so many behind the scenes people who actually get to go to the Oscars, mm. but they, you know, they don't see them close. Yeah. They see them in the back, but it's like, they're still <sighs> visible when you cut to the audience. Yeah. That's weird. And so, you know, the red carpet takes so long and has like such a mass of people. And they're, we're only looking at the actors. We're only looking at the people I that guess, we know.
0: I guess that's why I always thought it. Cause I never really watched yeah. the, 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 the show to mm. completion or, or that in depthly, But, I don't know. I always like the idea of the people who win get to decide who else wins. Like, I'd be nice. I like that idea (laughs) of like, I don't know. Only the best get to decide who gets to join their ranks. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good idea, but not the way it works. That'd be neat, but no. Good to know.
2: Then you get whatever three six mafia wants, (laughs) and that's going to get all crazy. (laughs) Uh,
1: But yeah, and there's always like, um, like in a in a category like it's it's except for best picture it's like you have to be uh working in that category to vote
3: mm-hmm. so
1: it's like of course people are all going to vote for their own movie or whatever yeah. but then if if not then it's like people will get their friends you know rallied together all their friends to vote for their thing so kind of like you could say that that's you know a kind of um unbalanced system in its own way mm-hmm. but also you know who's to say they're not just voting based on what they want to vote like that's true the you know the whole system is yeah. it's it's uh, it's the way it is and it's how it's been and they're making some changes that hopefully will move it along in a you know a more modern direction a more you know inclusive inclusive rather yeah. than getting uh, Brian Cranston for Trumbo yeah like that like, <laughs> like that's insane that's I,
2: the weird thing about this year it's like a lot of people I like Oscar nominations for work I don't care about mm-hmm. like Tom Hardy for The Revenant Trumbo it's like okay, I'm glad you're Oscar nominees now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I always love when in the nomination list, either, and it's always for something small, in costume design, Cinderella was nominated. So yeah. now forever and ever they can say Oscar-nominated Cinderella.
2: Yeah, but Sandy Powell also got nominated for Carol, so she was a two-timer in that category. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I just like the idea of, like, they can throw that label on this yeah. not-that-great Cinderella remake.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, but well, that's how they can do it with a bunch of them. Like, there was Norbit a few years ago that oh, God, that's right. makeup or whatever. That's nuts. Yeah.
1: Oscars are weird, man. <laughs> Oscars are weird. Uh, all right, so here's hoping uh, next year, 89th Academy Awards, we'll be seeing some Hail Caesar, right? Oh, man, yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we got yeah. to get on board with that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be tough. No one's talking about it anymore.
1: Oh, that was a good movie, though. It was yeah. good. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you talked before about trends. Trends. Uh, the way that the best picture trend was the movies yeah. based on the movie industry or something like that.
2: Well, basically based on media and mm. our relationship to how media influenced our lives. Because, you go, King's speech, he uses radio, changed the world. Mm hmm. Artist is basically about movies. Mm-hmm. Argo is about movies. How movies can of...
1: solve yeah. uh, political
2: crises. Yeah, and then 12 Years a Slave, he plays a violin, so I found a loophole there. Oh, oh there you go. Uh, Birdman was an allegory for movies, mm-hmm. and
1: uh,
2: Spotlight's about journalism.
1: Yeah, you think Spotlight really fits into that? You don't think it's moving into some kind of a new trend? I think it's still
2: media related. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, because I still remember, um, what was it, when Slumdog Millionaire won, the way people at the time were saying, like, we're going to look back at this as an anomaly. Anomalisa? <laughs> as, like, this is this is such a strange winner of Best Picture that, you know, it's not going to fit anyone's trend. When people look at it, you know, as a, as a whole, they're going to say, oh, that was the one weirdo. But if it's yeah. your
0: trend perfectly, because that's about TV and the way it affects life. Well, I think
1: that was a little bit before.
2: That would... You would have to figure out how Hurt Locker like, fits in there. Yeah, how does Hurt
1: Locker fit into there? Cuz that really doesn't have <laughs> that's about the war. There's not really a media element to that one. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's
0: still about a force that affects our life even if it's not yep. media though. So.
1: Well, I think that's when you break down all, a lot of movies they really come down I
0: to that. I think that's that's
1: stories. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, kind of in that same way Hurt Locker and even like 12 Years a Slave are part of like a social consciousness kind of kind of deal going on. Mm-hmm. rather than, you know, a tr- rather uh, a kind of a trend that's happening in Best Picture. Um, and maybe even Slumdog was part of that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, But yeah, I think it was a good, it was a good ceremony.
2: I yeah. would argue it's probably the best it's been in a long time, though. You think? Yeah, like every year there seems to be like a few segments either dragging on too long. It's something that doesn't quite work. But I feel Chris Rock found a balance where it's like, okay, let's just... Get this going and it moved pretty straightforward after
3: right. that. Yeah,
1: Although I, I do think it died right in the water when the when Stacey Dash walked out. Oh, it's because fun, that, no that one was
0: such like a small segment th- of the population had read that article and seen that <laughs> meme and like and
1: even understood what the joke. was. I yeah. didn't even understand what the joke was. I had oh, to go like, read about it later. I got it, but and it was
0: still it didn't it didn't hit the it wasn't audience like a, was dead quiet it's because none of them give a crap no one reads that like,
1: but it wasn't even type like of people the people who read it all the funny line. thing is like they honestly I believe this in my heart the audience did not know if that was a joke or a serious proclamation yeah. so they didn't know whether to politely laugh or politely clap yeah. and so they just opted to do nothing right it was crazy
0: like if it had shown the audience they all would have just been there like looking at each other like Uh,
1: uh, yeah
0: i don't know what to there was a mild
1: chuckle when she said her little piece and walked off Uh which i think was just that the it hit you know one percent of the audience where they were like oh this is a joke yeah but yeah that just was was dead that was just like but
0: i I think those that was like the exception oh yeah you know the rest of the show was very well done yeah and uh, I was surprised. It was mm-hmm. cool.
1: And I think, uh, I mean, if we're going to rate food, food jokes, fu- running food gags, Girl Scout cookies are better than pizza. Yes. Yeah.
0: And, and if, if they really raise that amount of money for Girl Scouts, fantastic. Yeah.
2: I just don't like the whole, hey, I got my rich friends buy cookies thing.
0: Hey, man. <laughs> Look, after you have my fundraisers, you'll never need another. Uh, sorry, Batman joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about Suge Knight?
2: Oh, that was great. That joke was all right. Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I like that he kept coming back. Yeah, I do like he, that he came he, back he a just second had all time. All the cookies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we raised this much, and uh, it was mostly Suge Knight, <laughs> he was standing over the two giant piles of cookies. Yeah, that was great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you need some levity. I think you need something silly going on in the audience. And I
0: loved those those segments that they had the uh, Jack Black History Month, and the uh, the black actors in white roles. Like
1: it was no. just. But I even think just out in the audience. We need something oh, yeah. so that they're not like, they don't feel so much pressure. If you have mm-hmm. Girl Scout cookies circulating around, they feel like they're having a good time. Yeah. Like
0: I saw some genuine interest in the faces of the people in the audience. I was like, yeah,
1: Girl
2: Scout
0: cookies. Uh-huh. Definitely.
1: Was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, I also are- like that the closing credits are kind of subversive because uh, he played Public Enemies Fight the Power, which mm-hmm. is very black radical. Mm hmm. And at the very end, for those who actually stuck to the very end, there was a little bear growl.
1: That's kind of great. That's yeah. pretty
2: great.
1: It's yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, all right. So I think that about wraps it up for our coverage of the 88th Academy Awards.
0: Yeah, definitely go see it in theaters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Never You're remember. funny. Yeah. Uh, no, but for real, go see it in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Tom. What? What's coming out new in theaters?
2: What's coming out in theaters? Why, it's loading right now. All right.
1: Zootopia.
2: Wait, hold on. Almost London has it. fallen. <laughs> new in theaters. Zootopia. <laughs> London has fallen. Whiskey, Tango, Foxtrot. The other side of the door, Knights of Cups.
1: <laughs> Knights of Cups. <laughs> um, oh, it's just one? Yes, it's just one Knight of Cups. Oh. As in the tarot card. Uh, <laughs> all right. Before we get to guess the ending, uh, let's give out some thanks. Uh, first of all, to silent partner who did our thumbs, did our, thumb our thumbs song, our, our thumbs th- song? Thumb song, uh, sure. you make sharp. we I can't speak. Uh, sophomore makeout. We got that from the YouTube audio library. Go to youtube.com slash audio library for more, uh, music that you can use in your stuff. like podcasts. Uh, our logo was provided by Justin keys uh, he is an artist and a writer, and you can find his writings at Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. That's a website where you can read about nerdy things. Uh, if you like podcasts and if you feel like nerdy things, you should check out Pick Your Path. It's a Choose Your Adventure-style enhanced podcast uh, written by myself, Matt Benson, and David King, uh, where we write original Choose Your Own Adventure-style stories that you can listen to with your ears and make choices like in the old books. Uh, Just, you know, download it, and it's like an audiobook. It has chapters. Check it out. Season 1 is available in total. Season 2 coming uh, later this year time, hopefully by the summer. Uh, That's benvnetwork.com slash PYP. Tom! Yeah? What do you do on the internets?
2: Uh, I do a lot on the internet. I write over at org. usually about movies, TV, sometimes music. Right now I'm reviewing a lot of new, not new, but regular tv shows like i recap bear call Saul, bob's burgers brooklyn 99 girls and whatever else comes out between now and the end of the world so i review a lot of stuff at optograb.org i am also writing on the oscarbuzz.blogspot.com where if you like a lot of what i said here i got longer articles on there explaining my thoughts on the oscars including the ceremony and basically a lot of oscar history I even wrote a little piece about why we need a stunt performing category, if you want to read more on that. Nice. So, check all that out. I'm planning on doing random stuff between now and the time the authors become relevant again. And I also got short stories on Amazon and Smashwords, so check it out. Last week I recommended uh, The Commoner's Death, and there's a whole other bunch like Oh Great, Dead Horse, and Dead Town. I don't know. They range from 99 cents to 299, and Basically, just search my name. You'll find all of them somewhere.
1: Jordan?
0: I stream over at twitch.tv backslash Gamersault Weekly. I uh, handle Saturdays, and uh, this Saturday, I have no idea what I'm playing, so that should be fun. Uh, Stop by from like 3 to 5 p.m. and come hang out. Uh, I'll be giving away some codes for free games in the chat. And uh, be sure to follow at GA Weekly on Twitter for updates on the other streamers, for news, reviews, and, and, uh, and coverage of events.
1: And you should check out BenviewNetwork.com for all the other great pod- pod- podcasts on the Benview Network. Uh, that's uh, uh You can go there. You can check out Star Wars Nerds Unite. You can check out Popsicles. They just dropped their first episode of the year. Check out Radio Brenderman. You can check out the newly added Mandarian Orange Show. Uh, we got another sh- new show coming up soon that I don't want to say yet, but we'll, we'll probably say it next week. Uh, that's very exciting. And uh, check it all out. Oh, Grissom on the Run. It made a comeback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> unlikely he did, he did one year episode, later. Right? Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, is and he, so
0: he's an annual podcast.
1: I guess. No, he, he really wants to uh, <laughs> yeah. keep it moving along now that the new season is starting. All like right. Baseball, great. Baseball great. times. It's a baseball podcast for those who don't know, specifically for the uh, Atlanta Braves. Yep. Uh, that's his team he loves them Uh, I was here when he was recording it Uh, he put in some good work Uh, we had some funny bits it was good stuff nice I didn't I don't think I'm actually featured I haven't actually listened yet but there were parts where I hopped in because it was he was like uh, we were just goofing off he he did his thing and then I was goofing off yeah it's a whole thing nice uh, I'm not actually part of the show. I don't want people to think that I'm on it. Uh, probably not. Um,
0: <laughs> are you under the providing additional voices credit?
1: Uh, probably if even used, cause it was literally just, you know, he was, he had his own thing that he was doing and, and, uh, you were chiming in. I was, well, he, he was like, uh, he was like taking a breather and I was like, Oh, how's it going? And then I did a, I did a funny voice. Nice. Eh, don't, don't, I'm not doing a good commercial for this. Okay, okay, it. okay, Just go check it out if you like sports. Uh, and then uh, our personal website, nevpodcast.com, our email, at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts on movies. Uh, if you think we were right, we were wrong. Uh, if you if you like a guess the ending, uh, what, what have you. And on Twitter, at nevpodcast. My personal Twitter is at podcasterandrew.
2: At Optograb.
1: And I'm at truevalk. So now it's time to guess the ending. You'll never guess how it is.
2: I had a
0: snafu when I was writing these names down. I put you down for two different movies. Mm-hmm. So which one did you pick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you pick the last one or the first we'll one? I picked the last one. You picked the last one. All right, I'm doing London Has Fallen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think I meant to pick london has fallen oh,
1: pick again go you got like <laughs> three
0: i'm doing whiskey, uh, whiskey tango <laughs> Whisco, tangy whisko, true. Uh, fuchs, fuchsky, and uh, uh uh tango tango and cash
1: mm-hmm. whiskey tango and cash foxtrot the comic strip
0: yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh directed by glenn uh ficara and john uh Ricois. Uh, starring Tina Fey, uh, Margot Robbie, uh, which
1: is Andrew's favorite
0: actress right now, mm, uh, Martin Freeman, and Alfred Molani.
1: For Margot Robbie, all I have to say is, here's Margot Robbie to explain the financial meltdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I didn't mind that part of the movie.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, because it was cheeky.
3: Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> That's a word for it. Uh, a journalist recounts her wartime coverage in Afghanistan and Pakistan. So... Uh, uh, I'm gonna try and go away from the trailer here. Usually, I try and fit the movie with the trailer, mm-hmm. but uh, the trailer is very misleading. So it's not a comedy. It's not a comedy. Whoa! So it starts off as a comedy, right? the The trailer is misleading in that you think it's a comedy, but what what you find out uh, over time is this is the story of a journalist who got caught in the city during uh, the Black Hawk Down incident. Cool and it's it's a different perspective uh there's there is some found footage aspects to it because they do have a camera with them but those are more just to heighten the scenes when they're being shot at in the middle of the night and stuff like that you know to provide a different view of what's happening but this is more of of they get caught in this in this in this city as it's as it's being taken over and there's there's all these american soldiers that are trying to go in and save these these people that were shot down in the in the helicopter and they end up getting you know being at certain times during the action, getting some amazing coverage while still trying to, to stay safe and not get caught and uh, and and killed and, and used as a hostage, and uh, and it, you know it's just about their harrowing tale of of shadowing these soldiers. Um, there's even one weird part where they have a chance to like say, "Hey, here we are," and she, as much to her uh, her uh, videographer's chagrin. Uh, says no, we're not. We're not going to announce ourselves because that means that we won't be able to keep doing this work. And no one has ever seen anything like this before. And you know, even if we don't make it, uh, there'll be a record of this. And we're doing something meaningful here because we're we're seeing a different side of the war. Like this is this is stuff that gets talked about in reports. This is stuff that the Pentagon talks about when they're doing like, yeah, you know, you know, this happened in this war, and we're actually videotaping it. We're in the middle of it. And uh, they end up making it and and coming back. Uh, And uh, we don't see them in Black Hawk Down, but they're running with the kids too uh, at the very end of the film. Uh, And uh, the cameraman's pretty fat. So that's actually, that comedy comes back in at the end because he's he's having trouble, let's just say. Uh, But that's uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Uh
2: Uh-huh. And now I got the other side of the door, which is a long one, so stick with me. I haven't read it either, folks. (laughs) Okay, it's about a family who lives in an idyllic existence abroad until a tragic accident takes the life of their young son. The inconsolable mother learns of an ancient ritual that will bring him back to say a final goodbye. She travels to an ancient temple where a door serves as a mysterious portal between two worlds. But when she disobeys a sacred warning to never open that door, she upsets the balance between life and death. I think I processed that. Um, Well, basically, there's this lady who wants to say hello to her son one last time, and son's dead, as you clearly know. And as things go along, she realizes that the door is open. And suddenly you realize that this is a crossover movie with the movie Poltergeist. And suddenly, (laughs) as she's walking into the door, she comes out into the other house, and she sees that family from Poltergeist, and they think she's a ghost because all that radioactivity that she had when going through the portal to the other world made her into a ghost looking figure. So as the family swings baseball bats, rooms, what have you with them, they begin saying oh ghosts, go away and all that. But as things go bad and the house falls apart and all of a sudden they go so fast that they do some science stuff, Neil Grass Tyson knows what it's called but I don't, where the house just uh, inverts on itself and suddenly mm-hmm. it's a burial ending, in Indian burial ground basically. Wow. Yeah.
1: It's funny. I can't remember what it was, but there was a movie several months back that I ter- also turned into reverse poltergeist. <laughs> uh, I think it was one of those, um, one of those uh, 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 paranormal activity films. The last one I think I turned into reverse, reverse poltergeist. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. So I'm going to guess Night of Cups, directed by Terrence Malick, starring Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Natalie Portman, Brian Dennehy. A man reflects upon some of his past relationships. Uh, Oh boy, here we go. So there's actually uh, a really interesting framing device uh, in this film where uh, it starts with uh, we see someone is uh, getting their their tarot card reading done, but we don't see who it is exactly. Um, But we see the cards as they get laid down. And so, when the first one is laid down, it's you know, uh, it actually starts with with death, and then we go into a scene in the film uh, where it's a literal death. It is uh, the death of the main character's mother, and we see him grieving, and he's and he's kind of dealing with oh no, you know what what does my life become? And and uh, this is what starts him on like oh maybe I need to I need to figure out why you know why why have I never gotten married? Why have I never found someone to settle down with? And so then we come back to the tarot card reading, and the next card goes down. It's the, you know, it's the two of, um, two of, uh, knives or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's, oh, it's about, oh, this was a woman who was bad for him. Oh no. Uh, and this is about that relationship. And then we cut back to the tarot card reading and then it's, uh, it's another card. It was, ba- it, it keeps going through all these cards until of course the final card is of course the Knight of Cups. And then we see, uh, it's actually, um, not even a flashback at this point it's, it's, something, it's something from the future we see that he's happy we see that he's found some meaning in his life uh, but then when we come back to the tarot card reading room it wasn't even him who was sitting there getting his cards read it was just someone else whoa exactly boom whoa movie and then someone comes out and says that boom movie and then, <laughs> then the credits roll
3: I
0: would and like they're like, that. They like every Oscar
2: category nomination uh-huh. yeah
1: No, it's not going to... I feel bad that it's not going to get
2: nominated. Can't pull a Tree of Life?
1: No. Isn't it too early? Tree of Life was in the summer. Yeah, but...
2: Does anything uh, released
1: in February get nominated? Didn't a
2: Budapest Hotel come out in February or March?
1: I think it was either late March or early April. That's still my point. Close enough. Yeah, Close enough. Touche.
3: Touche.
1: Well, now we can end the guessing. Great work. Uh if any of those endings are correct, feel free to let us know via email, nvpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh that about wraps it up. We're actually we're gonna review something we didn't even talk about in the guess the ending segment. So go figure that one out, guys. Uh but that'll be next week when we come back. Uh until then, thanks for listening. This has been episode two sixty-five of Nerds IV. I'm Andrew.
2: I'm Tom.
0: And I'm Jordan. And remember listeners. That if a suited dude comes up to you and hands you a statue, you have to make sure and stand there and watch the lady engrave it and have small talk. Don't let it out of your sight because you might wake up for a dream and it could all be not real. started watching an hour and a half later because That's I got to, I, I got to fast forward through all of the commercials you are
2: so spoiled it I was, watched it live
0: it was wow. insane
1: This podcast is a part of the Benview Network You can find this and other podcasts like it at benviewnetwork.com